Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place you go to when you want to discuss whatever it is that you're experiencing out of the ordinary. From ghosts to goblins, aliens to shadow people, and hat man, and holy encounters. We cover it all. Just go to my main website, which is shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com and write me as much information and detail as you'd like there. I always start my programs discussing some of the latest emails that have come in and today does not disappoint. And I tell you guys, I like to read these things fresh. I do not generally read ahead. So... Sometimes I have to pause and uh, make sense of what's going on and if words are missing and whatnot. But uh, so I'm going to get to an email here that just popped up. And I want to let you know at the next segment, I have a fabulous guest. I have Xiao Ma, who is a Chinese ufologist who has some really interesting perspectives when it comes to what it is the Chinese people are experiencing when it comes to the topic of alien, UFO, and even paranormal encounters. You are in for a treat. But first, I'm going to this email, and uh, it says, Dear Heidi, thank you so much for sharing on a radio show recently. It is nice to know I am not alone and not crazy. I've not had a lot of the experiences that you have had, but I've had enough weirdness that I've questioned things since I was a child. One thing that has resonated with me was the feeling of being here at this time for a purpose. I've had the crazy idea that we're all pieces in a giant chess match that we can't comprehend and that I volunteered or agreed to be here. I know that feeling. (laughs) I've spent a good portion of my life preparing for a battle of some sort, years in the martial arts and technical tactical training. Mm. I've had two dreams that were not normal dreams. The first one came true and always stuck with me, the feel of it. The second one has not yet come true, but may actually be coming true in a form I didn't expect. I have had times when I clearly heard internally to do something or not to do something. And I don't ignore it. Bad things happen when I do. I've also seen shadow people and had sleep paralysis. The last time was a year or so ago and was the first time in a long time that it happened. My dog that had died recently showed up while I was praying and telling it to leave, and it left. I'm unsure why Dakota showed up. I don't see many relatives in dreams, or at least I don't remember them. I've always questioned the narrative and felt that the truth would be a mix of everything combined in some way. I've asked God for confirmation on certain things and actually had answers in different ways. There was a group that was researching the Hebrew language called the Chronicle Project. To make a long story short, they found Hebrew was actually a self-defining language and each symbol was a word 
their translation of the creation story from the oldest version of it in Hebrew actually lines up a great deal with most of this. They could also see where things had been added and due to the way it would translate out. I'm not sure what my part to play in this will be. I do know I'm where I'm supposed to be at this time. I would like to know if there is anything else I should be doing other than what I am. I work as an in-hospital nurse practitioner for what it's worth. I would have never pegged myself in the past as an empath, but I am. I've fought with it my entire life, and it was terrible in my teens and 20s. And it has taken a long time to understand myself better. It's hard to see something I always thought of as a weakness, as a strength. Thank you for listening. Sandy. Wow, Sandy. Very powerful. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to write out in so much detail what it is that you've been experiencing and this inner knowledge. Uh, I don't know if you heard me discussing on... I've. I do a lot of interviews, especially more recently, as uh, these negative things have been picking up their pace, so to speak, with the pandemic going on and so much illness and so much depression and homelessness and desperation and job loss. Uh, So I don't know if you heard me speaking of my book and why it is called The Secret War and why so many of us are waking up to this feeling, this understanding that I've come here at this time for a reason. I know I'm supposed to be helping in a battle of sorts. And ladies and gentlemen, I am not kidding you. Over the years, I've had so many people reach out feeling and knowing this that I like to like acknowledge them where they're at. Like, oh, where are you located? Oh, I'm in South America. It's good to know that corner is covered, you know. Um, I'm over here. I'm in Canada. Great. Uh, All right. We've got that covered now, too. It's almost like uh, this secret uh, army. I mean, it's just lying in wait, getting so many hints on what's best to do or what not to do, just as Sandy described here. I remember as a kid being told, don't stand out too much. don't do this, don't do that. So I, I totally, I totally feel you. And some of the dreams that some of the folks like yourself and myself, Sandy, have spoken of, like this preparation, you speak of martial arts. I've, I've had so many people say, well, I had this dream, this battle dream, and how I should handle myself in the midst of it. And, and now I know if this happens, what to do. And I write about this uh, pretty extensively in my book, The Secret War, because I know that these these training dreams, these school-like dreams, they were so purposeful. And if I didn't do well, I could wake up and and realize I failed and, and almost will myself back to the dream to redo it. So I could feel satisfied that I accomplished what was needed. And it could be any kind of scenario. It could be a cataclysmic event. It could be uh, a battle. It could be a lesson being learned. Uh, It could be a really disgusting (laughs) being, um, which actually happened to me. Uh, I had this this creature. It was just really, uh, my hand was grabbing its face and, and, aiming to hold it there because it was just not to, it wasn't allowed to be there. And I was going to show it the door. Essentially, I kind of tracked it down in the city and grabbed it. And then it started changing its face and its body became so hideous and it changed. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going to look, you know, turn my head. And then it changed again. I'm like, oh, it's just getting worse and worse. And then it became slimy and disgusting. And I'm like, okay, you win. I'm done. You know, I'm touching this gross thing. And and I knew, I knew I wasn't supposed to cop out that way, but I did. And, um, and I had to repeat that until I just got over the slimy, disgusting creature. But um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people, they're so worried about this uh 
good and evil battle that's coming up. But knowing that there's these people who just have this inner knowledge on what best to do, look for them, look for them. If things should shake down the way that we're all fearing it might, because they are ready. And Sandy, uh, it's not a surprise to me that you experience shadow people because Boy, they don't like us very much at all, and they try to take advantage and uh, keep an eye and make sure we're not saying something or uh, directing enough people to keep their eyes open or prepare. So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. So, you know, it's, it's so, um, it's such pitiful attempts, you know, uh, the sleep paralysis, the shadow people thing. And people are like, well, it, it took advantage. It got a hold of me. You know, is it, is this a bad thing that, uh, they were so successful in holding me down? It's like, well, it's not a great thing, but it's happened to me too. They just got lucky that night. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're weaker, but I love, I love what you put at the end of this where you said that it was hard for you to initially see something that you thought of as a weakness is actually a strength. And uh, one of my good friends likes to tell me, it's hard for us to be critical of ourselves and look in the mirror and realize how magnificent we are. Each of us, absolutely each of us. So keep that in mind that um, human potential is something else. And not all of us have the history of the next person. We have a lot of lifetimes and a lot of memories that we need to retrieve in order to be ready for something that's coming at us, highly negative, that has the knowledge of a thousand lifetimes. And we've got them too. We just have to trust that and have no doubts. So Sandy, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to write me here. And uh, you know, everyone out there, If you have experienced something or if you have an insight or a comment that you'd like to share, you are welcome to write me or also welcome to come on the show and to discuss it because we need to have these conversations. We need to not be frightened to speak our truths and uh, just keep it real. It doesn't have to be spooky. Uh, It doesn't have to be a religious thing. I always say I'm Christian on this show, but, uh, you know, faith is a different thing, isn't it? It really is. So remember, go to shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com and write me as much as you'd like, as much of the detail that you could put in there, the better. So you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back with Shalma. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. 
Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Are you looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Well, look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at ParanormalDate.com slash seniors. Enjoy your search and have some fun at ParanormalDate.com. Now, within minutes, you can take years off your looks. Instantly Ageless from HealthyLooking.com takes care of those under eye bags, forehead wrinkles, saggy eyebrows, crow's feet, and facial pores. Simply apply this velvety micro cream and in under two minutes, the years fade away and it lasts up to nine hours. No needles, no pain and great for women and men. Here's what people have to say about Instantly Ageless. I've probably noticed in the past five years that my eyes have gained a lot of fine lines, wrinkles, my curls feet have gotten deeper. Wow. I was hoping for five years, but that's like what my eyes looked like 10 years ago. That is really cool. Wrinkle gone. <laughs> it's easy. You just put it on your finger and go. Now I wish I had more down here because I can still see one wrinkle. It's bugging me. I am a little bit emotional. I Turning 40, I didn't think would be a big deal to me, but... But that looks like the me that I feel like inside instead of what um, what I see when I look in the mirror. Try Instantly Ageless today at HealthyLooking.com and prepare to look younger in minutes. Millions of applications have been sold. Order our exclusive starter kit for only $19.99, including shipping. Or take advantage of our new discounted price for a full box. Put your best face forward with Instantly Ageless from HealthyLooking.com. Or by phone at 800-604-3129. That's 800-604-3129. Instantly ageless. Not available in stores. From HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 
As promised, I have a fabulous guest. I have Xiao Ma, who is a Chinese UFO and consciousness researcher. She has extensive contact experience with non-human intelligence, NHI. Through various paranormal contact modalities, Xiao has spoken across the globe at various events highlighting the ufology and spiritual communities that survive under China's tightened political control and how Chinese people react to paranormal contact modalities. Welcome to the show, Xiao. Very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Heidi. Oh, my goodness. This has been a long time coming. And whenever I have issues like this, I know this is somebody special. So I'm really appreciative to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. My goodness. So you're joining us from Sydney, Australia. You're a Chinese UFO and consciousness researcher. So that that's an added bonus the consciousness element. So how did that come about and your interest in the topic of UFOs? Oh, yeah. I I eventually introduced uh, through my friend to a guy called Ray Hernandez. So you might know Ray is uh, one of the founders of CCRI, uh, previously called FIEE organization, which focused on studying into uh, consciousness. So that's how I got to really explore further into consciousness study. And, you know, I think ufology, the ultimate goal is to awaken our soul. That means consciousness study is the ultimate goal for ufology community from my perspective. Oh, gosh, yes. Ray is absolutely fantastic and the work that he does and uh, all the effort that it takes to help make sense of this. It's really a challenge. I can hardly imagine how challenging it is in China. I mean, can you tell us a little bit about what is going on over there in uh, the UFO community? Yeah. So if you don't mind, give you a basic intro. So I initially had my awakening in Sydney quite a while ago. I believe that was during the June's year. So claimed 2012. And then gradually I met quite a few people and had my awakening and I met a guy in China and he goes like, Xiao, I heard that you've got that um, ET contact experiences. Why don't you come to my show? You know, um, talk to people about your personal experiences because what he learned is that there's so many people having these kind of ET contact experiences, but no one really want to come out. And uh, I go like, yeah, sure. So what happened to that guy, Liu? He's actually uh, the biggest spiritual alternative, I think, alternative science platform owner. So I said, look, Liu, if I want to come out, I want to make sure it's going to be uh, honest. So I want to come out with my real name, real occupation, real address. So not someone hiding behind the scenes. So yeah, let's do it, shall that's how uh, during, like, you know, we had a first interview with my real name. Everything's real. So um, it, it, the interview just gone viral in China. I think that that was back in 2000, 2017, I believe. And uh, just, you know, people email me, hundreds of email come and say, oh, my God, this happened to me, but I don't want to come out. So that's that's initially how got things started. What I actually learned in China is ufology field is great, but a lot of Chinese, I would say a uh, majority of Chinese are very reserved about their own ET contact experiences. That is Mind-blowing. You said something very powerful just now because I'm a big advocate for being who you are. There are a lot of people for various reasons. I totally understand why they use a different name. They'll use their middle name and uh, try to uh, protect their family or uh, save their job and and their whole identity. And you started off like swinging. I I love it. I mean, I'm the same. This is my real name. And people are like, sure it is. I'm like, no, no, I did not want to uh, be seen as anything different. So that was very bold and brave of you from the get go. So I I love it. And how does your family and coworkers, uh, how do they feel about you taking this stance that you have? Um, Thank you. It didn't take really well. You know, the reason why most of the Chinese doesn't want to reveal themselves like authentic name, they normally use like a pen name, um, doesn't want to come out, don't want to talk about it because 
we are talking about the UFO community highly in China. So that means you got uh, extra layers of uh, political control on so many topics, you know, especially spirituality. Um, so that's why people are in fear. What would happen to them if they come out? So there's uh, only a few people want to come out to use their, like a, uh, they use their pen names. A lot of people doesn't want to come out. So when I, when I, you know, sort of had my interview back in 2017, it gone viral because I was only a few people really brave, you know, bold, say, this has happened to me. This is what happened. Um, how my parents take on that, surely it's not really well. Uh, my parents never believe in this kind of thing, nothing. Like, you can't even talk to them about that subject matter. Um, they are not into it. Um, because, you know, I use everything, you know, authentic in my, my occupation, name, everything. Uh, my colleague didn't take really well too. And sure, you got those kind of um, became uh, like during lunch topic for my colleagues. But look, there are consequences. There yeah. are consequences I have to take, Heidi, especially as a Chinese living in Sydney, Australia as a minority race and occupations of lawyers. So people's like, what the heck she's talking about? Eventually, it's actually got into my firm and people start to know what's going on you know you got quite a few people rolling their eyes like oh my god she's another weirdo in the firm or something like that but you just have to take it because uh eventually someone in our community in china someone have to come out to say look this is a real deal these things is real this has happened to me i hope my experiences does resonate with more chinese that's the price that people have to pay and uh, I'm happy to come out. So, yeah. That's wonderful. You know, I, I love that uh, you, you have that position that you do. You know, I, I don't generally speak on uh, race when it comes to these topics, but a lot of people just assume with me that I might be uh, one ethnicity or something, but I'm biracial. And people are, you know, not until they look up my photo and they're like, whoa, hold on. And I'm like, yeah, but it's nice to get those emails from people who say, wow, you look just like me, you know, and and, and you took a step forward. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I could not take a step forward, you know, so I, I, I really applaud you for doing this yet again, because it's, uh, yeah. it, it's overdue. It is so overdue. Hi, it's so true. That's why we need more people like us. You know, when Lisa yeah. introduced you to me, I was like, oh my God, that's great. I said to Lisa, we finally got another female in the community <laughs> because when you check YouTubes, right, there are so many, like a guy, I mean, I love them. They done great. But it's, it's a lot of information from North America and mm-hmm. so concentrated and a lot of males. But we need more females in our community. Someone bold as, you know, maybe you and I yes. come out and say, this has happened to us. And yeah. <laughs> we're doing the interview. So Indeed. we need to see more of that. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. And, you know, and, and I, I still to this day get, <laughs> get that. Well, where have you been? I'm like, um, I wrote my book in 97 and published it in 2001. I've been out here a long time, but women, yeah. especially minority women, were ignored. However, my information grew without my name attached, shadow people, hat man. So people knew that material, but nobody gave credit back. You know, So again, women trying to make a stance it is a bigger challenge <laughs> so yeah, look i do give you credit too you are very brave to come out and host this you know channel that is great effort like a well done Heidi. Yes. oh you're awesome thank you I, it, it, I enjoy it i love helping people so hey it, it, and i feel that coming from you as well thank you yes so do you have uh any kind of advice that you give to people? I'm sure you're getting the emails, like just pouring at you, like you did this, how did you do it? And, you know, what are you telling the folks that are reaching out to you about uh, this topic? Yeah, so I want to share some insights about Chinese UFO community. Uh, One of the major thing I discovered, which is uh, really surprised me, Heidi, is after the first interview gone viral in China back in 2017, I've been invited to all sorts of different interviews and this and that. And then I've got hundreds of emails pulled in, but I didn't during my first interview talk about anything negative at all. 
my first interview was very positive. But what's funny about the emails which I received, they are more than 70%. The emails I received are seeking help. The emails content from Chinese, local Chinese, things like, oh my God, the first line knows like, oh my God, you know, totally resonate with me. This has happened to me, blah, 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 about the ET content. But I have to let you know. And what happens, 70% emails will talk about then, you know, uh, they face a lot of, you know, obstacles in life and also the negative attacks from those beings. And they have no clue of how to handle these situations. Because, you know, Hadi, in China, it's a very lack of information due to the information control. I'm not sure if you know or not. That's another topic we can explore yes. further for the next question. China got a firewall, internet firewall, that means all the information, like we can't use Google, no Google, no YouTube, no Facebook, no WhatsApp, like all major websites that you can browse in the Western countries, we do not have in China. Oh. But we have the equivalent, sort of like equivalent websites or apps in China. Like we don't mm-hmm. have a Google, but we have what's that called? Baidu. And we don't have uh, WhatsApp, but we have WeChat. So there are limiting information, sort of very limited. So that's why when I receive those emails, a lot of people are like, my God, resonate with me, but sorry. Oh, no, no. So yeah, well, let's explore that a little bit further after the break. You guys are listening to Dark Becomes Light on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? 
Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you feel stressed, suffer from fatigue, moodier than usual, or would like to fall asleep easier and sleep more soundly while losing weight, do we have something for you? Accelerate and Elevate. I take Elevate Performance Supplement in the morning for energy and laser focus for work. Then before bed, I take Accelerate, weight management and sleep combo. And indeed, I now sleep soundly through the night. Plus, I'm losing weight. It's amazing. I've maybe gotten four to five hours of sleep max a night. I'm sleeping between six and seven. I wake up to use the bathroom, but I go right back to sleep, which has never happened before, which is pretty awesome. I noticed a higher level of happiness. I also noticed that I wasn't taking naps. I had more energy. I was more in the moment with my kids. Like we were laughing more. We were more excited. Every single person needs to feel this. I lost 10 pounds and five and a half inches off my waist. And I'm so proud of myself. It gives you energy. It helps you sleep better. It just works. I stand by it 100%. I was on a handful of medications to help me sleep, to help me be happy. Tons of therapy. When I'm ready to go to sleep, I'm getting seven to nine hours of sleep every night. I've lost some pounds, um, inches mainly. My family has me back. Try Accelerate and Elevate. Discounted for listeners to the show. Plus further discounts with the George Power Pack, including a free gift. Learn more and order now at our website, energyfocussleep.com. That's energyfocussleep.com or 800-394-9930. So jump on the path now to all-day energy, better sleep, and weight loss with Accelerate and Elevate. EnergyFocusSleep.com, EnergyFocusSleep.com, or 800-394-9930. Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act. Let this be the year you get screening tests that can detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in the way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. We are happy to announce that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached over 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows for free. So head on over to the Coast to Coast AM.com website and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. Coast to Coast AM.com is where you want to be. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM paranormal podcast network and just before the break i introduced xiao ma who is just blowing my mind she is quite the groundbreaker when it comes to the topic of ufology and uh, consciousness and those who are experiencing these things in china that have very few outlets or even the ability to communicate with each other and you were just discussing some of those ways and methods that people are reaching out but it breaks my heart that there's a limitation on this because this is the way that you know a, a lot of people are making a lot of uh, uh, ground in what it is that they're experiencing because we can link up we can reach out we can discuss these things online and but china has this limitation unfortunately and you took a step forward that few have i love the fact that you're, you're so bold and brave to, to be doing what you're doing and and you're hearing a lot of feedback about what it is that people are experiencing out there. So I'll, I'll allow you to please continue. I want to hear more. <laughs> sure. So just talking about the content that I received from those viewers, uh, more than 70% are seeking help. Uh, part of the help relating to you know, emotional counseling parts, people going through the you know, hard time in their life. They say what to do, how to do it. And, you know, they may have a nighttime encounter with beings. They are not sure how to take that experience. So a lot of time people just look for a validation 
basically. Someone like me who had a very similar experience like them to say, yeah, believe it's a real deal. It's great. It's not just a dream. Um, but what really concerns me is another type of email to say, hey, look, great info, but this happened to me. I had, you know, negative attack at the night time, A, B, C, D, E, what should I do? What really breaks my heart is that, Heidi, because there's an internet firewall, it's very limited information in China in terms of how to handle certain situations like that. As you may aware that at this stage, well, you know, this planet is actually going through a darkest hours at this stage, you know, there's a lot of spiritual warfare around the world. So people sometimes got attacked at nighttime or they may have a really bad mood. So they just don't know how to handle that situation in China, especially. So my information, all I can do is, you know, looking for some great videos on the internet and, you know, hopefully they can, uh, they can view it. In China, how they do is they got a certain thing called VPN. Not sure if you heard about that or not. So VPN is, a, is an app that would allow them to jump the internet firewall from China so that they can, you know, browse YouTube and Google and other Western websites to find the information they need. But the issue is um, VPN is actually, officially speaking, illegal in China. So if you really want to buy it, you can. You know, some people still do that, but it's really difficult to jump the internet firewall. So that means it's extremely limited in China, uh, in, like in, like information in China, in terms of how to handle those situations, Heidi. That is wow. That's it's amazing to me. It's like, uh, oh gosh, I remember back in the day when this whole topic of ufology and the whole alien phenomenon was. was gathering steam where people were having meetings. I sat in on so many meetings, uh, folks that were wondering where their PTSD came from and then they get hypnotically regressed. And, and it was wonderful to have others to bounce things off from. And I can't imagine not having that, that, that outlet, because I know I, I get the emails and, and you're talking about it here now about uh, these folks that reach out and they're depressed, they're oppressed. And yeah. And they're 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 losing their jobs, they're losing their sleep, they're losing their families if they dare even speak of these things. And it's so isolating, so isolating. Yeah, it is even more isolating in China. Giving you know, uh, we're talking about the communist country, and you know how to like. Yes, so, yeah, truly. And you also dig into the history of what appears to be alien uh, knowledge technology from the past and that's something that you spoke of at a recent conference so i'm i'm curious about uh, some of that work that you've been doing yeah thank you um so that was my uh, a topic presentation topic for this year's contact in the desert conference um so yeah i want to talk about archaeology as well part of the reason just uh, people are quite fascinated in you know ancient alien topic and some people doesn't know maybe in china we have so many pyramids in China, um, so many of them, but it's unexplored topic. So maybe that can be my next presentation topic to talk about the pyramids in China, what's hidden underneath. But funny enough, in China, if you want to do some like archaeology digging, you need to get a permit from the government. Any illegal digging will send that person into jail for at least 10 years. So it's strictly controlled again. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's an interesting topic to focus on for the next presentation, I guess, about Asian alien and the mysterious pyramids in China. So, yeah. My goodness. It, it, it's it's amazing to me that, uh, you know, here's China. Of course, they would have the limitations on the people to be able to find this hidden knowledge. In the United States, it's no better. I mean, <laughs> we're like, hold on. Uh, I swear, you know, this farmer over here dug up some bones. Uh, the government came in and suddenly, you know, where is this? Oh, it was nothing. It was just animal bones. No, it wasn't. You know, this is a, a global problem uh, of yeah. knowledge that yeah, in I, Australia, too, we have similar uh, issues. It's a shame. I, what do you think is going on? Why would they want 
to limit this knowledge. Yeah, I think there are certain group of elites in our community, well, not just uh, you know global speaking. They probably doesn't want masses to be awakened. I mean, the masses in you know in China, in U.S., in other countries, which is pretty sad. Uh, but they got all the resources, Heidi. You know, they might manage certain parts of the government in certain parts. They just don't want people to know. You know, I heard very similar stories from my uh, friends in Australia. You know, some people may digging a very elongated scale in Australia, and they try to sabotage it. So those things do happen. Nothing around the world, but. Just certain countries are more relatively speaking controlled than other countries at this stage. As so, they yeah. say, with knowledge comes power, and they want the power. Yeah. So of course, really. so of course, they would try to limit this. And you know, something that you touched on too. It, it, it's of course one of my, I think it's one of the more important topics out there in the world is the spiritual warfare. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. I love that topic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh my goodness, because. There was a battle being fought in the privacy of people's homes, and and they survived the night, feeling as if they almost didn't make it. And then they have to crawl out of bed and go to work and pretend like none of it happened. Oh my god! Yes, it's that's the hardest part, Heidi. Is yes, yeah, it, it's um, it's devastating, and uh, I, I feel it's it, it's a problem. Like I, I'm I'm always racking my brain. What is the best? way that we can get people more comfortable to speak about these things as we do about anything like the television show you watched last night or you know whatever it is just to have a more casual tone instead of like oh this is that freaky topic we have to go sit in a dark room where nobody can hear us how can we bring this out into the open how do you try to bring this out into the open uh and casual conversation with colleagues to friends Um to family yeah, that's a great topic, Heidi. What I actually learned is that it's just my perspective. I mean, I think a lot of time is to do with uh, the evolution of a soul. There's a there's a certain soul they are more advanced, and also there's certain so they have a certain personality traits. So I think somehow we've been programming a certain way that I can be bold and brave and come out like don't give a fuss. I just say this is me, this is my name, this has happened to me. Um, but certain people they are more conscious, more reserved. Uh, for example, in China, like there are less people willing to come out because it's to do with our culture, Chinese culture. Um, a lot of Chinese, they are very reserved about talking about these kind of supernatural things. Um, not like, like say, Americans and other, you know, um, Western people, like something happened to them. Say, so, oh my God, Heidi, let's jump on a call. This happened to me yesterday. Let's talk about it. Let's record it. You know, you can see a lot of things, Heidi, like on YouTube, people do record um, their conversation with friends, talking about their experiences. And the viewer, like me, we can learn from it. Like, oh, that happened to this Joe Blow. That resonates with me. That's how he does it. That's how I need to do what not to do, you know. But in China, because a lot of Chinese would prefer to spend a bit of money, like buy a short-term course, like three days, Kundalini awakening. I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. But you see, they have a different way of approach, their, you know, psychic attack. Like when they're being psychic attacked, they say, oh my God, that's happened to me. What should I do? They don't want to talk about it. Instead, they want to spend their money, buy a three or four days course and learn from it. It's quite different towards the Western style. It's like my life journey. I want to explore further, chat with my friend, figure out what's going on. With Asians, we are doing things like, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to learn more like a course what to do, how to do it. So my answer to you in short is, I think for different for different culture and because they have a different personality traits and the culture conditions, um, we have to implement different solutions. Like for Asians, maybe, you know, like you have more experience than I do about that subject matter. Maybe you can do a one-day crash course on how to handle that situation. So for the people who doesn't want to come out, they can, you know, get on your show, uh, sorry, your website and learn from it. I think that would work for Asians. Yeah. 
Wow, that's a, it, it's, I don't know about others, but I'm listening and I'm like, I, I'm more surprised that they are in China more, not more in touch with these types of things. Like, I, I don't understand uh, a lot of the, the different cultures and, and the different beliefs, but it just seems like people who are not uh, in the Western society that, that, that they're not as, um, I say the superstition the superstition I guess there's a superstition that comes along with it that I don't quite understand but we got to get to our next break Um, you guys you're listening to Dark Becomes Light with me Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network stick around we'll be right back I'm Scott Weinberger journalist and former deputy sheriff In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, My name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dr. Nathan Newman, doctor to top athletes and celebrities, plus creator of stem cell-based Luminess, is proud to announce a much lower price on his products, so more can enjoy a more youthful look. Luminess is great for women and men on those fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, plus great on the neck, forehead, and hands. Dr. Newman. What causes the skin to break down with age? Changes that we start to look on our skin starts actually in our 20s, where we get sun damage and the effects of pollution and our environment start to cause our skin to age. And we start to break down the collagen, the elastin, and we get glycation, which is the sugar that we eat, gets stuck within the collagen fibers and makes our skin inflexible. The Luminous Skin Care line does two things. One, it has a reparative effect 
so it makes the skin look and feel much better, softer, supple, and more young and smooth, but it also is preventative. So it prevents the skin from the breakdown and the damage that we get from the sun and from the environment and from sugars that we have in our body. Thank you, Dr. Newman. For several years, we have offered Luminous products and decided a price reduction was in order, so more can enjoy the amazing benefits of Dr. Newman's stem cell-based Luminous. Shop now at HealthyLooking.com or call toll-free 800-604-3129. If you would like to try Luminous, how about our starter kit, Postage Paid, for $19.99? See the full line of products from Luminous, plus our starter kit offer at HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com or call 800-604-3129. Luminous from HealthyLooking.com. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, and I have Xiao, who is speaking and opening up my eyes, and, and I hope a lot of you out there are taking this in and, and just being as impressed as I am, that it, it, the Chinese culture is just something that so many of us, oh, I know over here in the United States, that we're just like, we have a, a one-track mind and understanding how uh, the world is, and the world of ufology is is even a, a deeper mystery p- in general. And then to think of how the Chinese culture interprets it, it, it's surprising to me because like my friends that I have here that have a different cultural beliefs and, uh, you know, grew up a different way. It seems that their interpretations, um, they just seem more in touch, you know, and, and it's like spiritually inclined and uh, just aware. And, and it's like always fascinating to me. So I'm surprised that uh, the Chinese culture is like very uh, closed off even to discuss these things out in the open. That's that's what I was trying to get across. I'm like, I'm trying to put it into words like I'm surprised. I really would think that they would be a little bit more open about it. Um I don't understand the restraint. I, I don't. That's yeah. mind-blowing. Um, you see, every interview, <clears throat> sorry, I had in the past in China, every time um, during the end of my interview, I would say, guys, step forward, come out, share about your own contact experiences. Even though, you know, during those, you know, Chinese interviews, I was really upbeat and try to share the very positive side and encourage people to come out um, from the grassroots level, you know. But to be honest, I've, I've tried so many times. I didn't actually receive a lot of sort of a positive reaction. I mean, people will email me, say, great, I love it. You know, I want to share with you, Shao, this is what happened to me. And I said, that's great email. You know, wow, so many things happened to you. Why don't you come out and share with others? You know, I can schedule an interview for you. I'm say to those local Chinese. And a lot of time, the more than 90% reaction you will get, like, uh, oh, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. Look, I just want to share with you privately by email, you know, that's happened to me, Xiao. But they, t- they tend to not to want to come to the public. So, and then I propose, I change my strategy. I was like, you know, guys, if you don't want to come out, maybe you could, you could use your pen name, you know, come out by a way of, you know, writing an article to talk about your experience. And by using a pen name, so everything would be anonymous, right? So it would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I did receive quite a few response in a very positive way. Quite a few people start to write about it. But again, it's it's quite sort of people don't usually want to do that. I think majority reason, Heidi, because there are a lot of political control in China. So people are in fear. What would happen to them if they come out? You know, they don't want to see the local police knock on their door, say, hey, uh, you know, they try to silence them, don't come out to talk about it. Um, because you have to understand, like in China, because it's a communist country, the ideology of communism is based on the belief that this is a materialistic world. So anything to do with spirituality or, you know, interdimensional, extra dimension stuff, like UFO things, it's going to challenge 
the core ideology of CCP. You know, you see what I mean? Like you try to prove that there is a world that is beyond 3D dimension. So even though you don't think you touch on politics, but they may um, consider that topic is a very sensitive area. That's why people in fear that what if they come out, they will have some kind of political consequences. So even though you think, oh, come on, it's nothing political, it's just aliens, but the the government may take it differently. That's amazing. It's uh wow. It, it it's really it's just blowing my mind. Um, you know, there's a there's another element that I'm I'm curious your take on because I understand there's this thought out there if beings came from another planet, another galaxy, and they come here just to be rotten to us, you know, to be negative. And there's this, oh, we're just misinterpreting some of the interactions that we're having, um, you know, alien abductions and, and whatnot. And but here you're saying that I think you said 70 percent of the interactions that those from China are having are intrusive and, and abusive. So what do you think? Think about um, that whole conversation. It's like, how could they all be so positive when they're doing things not invited? Sorry, it could be the way how I delivered my message. Um, I believe that a lot of Chinese, they have a mixture of experiences. And from my perception, I think a, a lot of them do have very positive um encounters but the issue is highly it's like our life right people don't usually talk about the amazing things happen to them you know from morning to the nighttime they only want to talk about you know uh the negative things and seeking help it's like you don't hear much compliments at work but you if you make one mistake and for that one percent chance and people start to make a complaint so what i mean is for those email i receive people seek help so they they want to reveal the issues in their life so even though i do receive a lot of emails talking about their encounter experience with positive beings and the beings are more neutral um but they also what they really focus on is not just to share with me but also say hi but also i have you know those spiritual attacks how could i handle that so um, a lot of time I got those emails, 70%, um, they want to know the solution of how to deal with their life situation because they got no one to talk to. You know, if it's a great experience, they can maybe enjoy it by themselves. But if it's a negative, even just one encounter, they were just freaked out. It's like, what is this about? You know, <laughs> oh, my God, you know, oh, how could I deal with it? So. Right. Yeah. yeah, I wish I could meet you, you know, a few years earlier. Then I said, great, I know an expert in this area. <laughs> Should <laughs> well, I, I was like, <laughs> I hear you. I, I, I know there's a conflict of contact that's going on out there, that it's not always the same being, even if they, they seem, uh, they look similar. Uh, some of the actions of, of some of these beings are not the best. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I hear a lot of people saying, yeah, but then they showed me something and they taught me something. And, and it's like, I get it. It's like when you meet people out on the street, there's good and there's bad. Uh, or your friend might have a bad day and they're not very nice to you. So I, I'm always cautious uh, in, in telling people, it's like, hey, you know, you have to really interpret what's going on in the best way because uh, you can't always be open to everything from even a, a person because uh, then you're inviting to be taken advantage of and abused. So um, so it sounds like that's yeah. what's going on in the alien community of those that have been abducted and contacted as well. And it sounds like the same with you over there with uh, the Chinese UFO community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the labeled negative encounters, um, you know, Part of it could be real deal, you know, could be a negative beings attack. And part of it could be due to the people's fear of strangeness, of encounter experience. They may see a being that looks so different compared with us. And they may just freak out like, oh, my God, you know, this happened to me, you know, I've been attacked. But when they under regression, they may found out that that's just a, a different beings. They didn't do any harm. Um, so the, the so-called negative encounters really need to be 
looked into in detail and categorized them in different areas. <laughs> some of them is nothing more than just a mere encounter. Some of them do need some guidance and help, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's the spiritual warfare element like uh, you're mentioning. So it's, it's so multi-layered. Isn't that mind blowing? Yeah. It's yeah. like people think, oh, well, you see a craft yeah. and that's it. No, no. <laughs> it's so much. Yeah. Oh, totally resonates with me um, uh, your thoughts on that it's it's a, it's a very multi-layered topic and the people just try to put them into one basket like oh that's just negative entities but there are so many different types of negative entities from different dimensions different purposes some of them can be aliens some of them are just the uh, uh, you know uh, astral beings or some of them are earthbound beings you have a different way of dealing with them so it's it's actually a, a big topic yeah so yes the parallel universes the multiverse i mean if something can walk through the wall i'm going to guess that they're not quite made of the same stuff as you or i so there's so many different elements that we have to look at and be well-rounded as researchers and i have to say you're pretty darn well-rounded as far as uh, all the different things that you look into so what's new what are what is the direction that you're going the direction I want to go is um, I just want to do like previously I, I, I was really focusing China, like share information about what's happening in the Western world. You know, these famous guests talk about the solutions of how to handle this situation, that situation, because that would be my main focus. But nowadays, by the way, there's a fascinating story in between. Um, eventually, uh, my sort of outspokenness captured the CCP's attention. And uh, they gave me a bit of a hard time at the beginning of 2019. And they, they, they mentioned about me in the communist official newspaper. It's called oh. Global Times, quite a few. And they really sabotaged my reputation, gave me, you know, life-threatening those warnings and things like that. Oh, and no. I was like, oh, wow. So, and they called me as alien cult leader, funny enough. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> That's because I... Uh, and also I successfully held two big conferences in China by the end of uh, 2018. So things starting to take like a nice talk off during that nice. time. So yeah. my plan with my friends was like, oh great, let's just expand further in the community so we can invite more guests like you and others to China to educate people about the subject matter. Well, but sign, obviously, sign me know. up. I'd be there for it. How can yeah. people uh, get a hold of you? Oh, yeah. So my email address is shao, S-H-A-O dot ma, M-A, at hotmail.com. Or they can just find me via Facebook. Wonderful. So my next move is to share more information with my Western brothers and sisters, basically. I love it. I love it. Well, Shao Ma, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Everyone, remember to go to HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.